I'm in the big leagues, told them don't miss me. Ballin' like Houston, ayy, feelin' like Whitney. I need a bag, bruh, send it through quickly. I'm making his dog, like I'm in the big leagues. Told him that I gotta go, dog. I'm riding a road, y'all. I think that I'm back in my bag now. So I need that go, y'all. Got hits when he throwin' a fastball. Just too quick for it, peeling off like the whip orange. Seen the effort, this piss poor. I got too much, I gotta tend to. Car payments and a rent due. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Another Turnover, the basketball podcast where a basketball fan with zero basketball credibility gives his opinions on what's going on in the NBA. Opinions that nobody asked for. As always, I'm your host, Mr. Chris Aaron Murphy, aka Aaron. And ladies and gentlemen, let's just jump right into it. Folks, the NBA Finals have commenced. The Golden State Warriors are the NBA champions once again. So shout out to the Golden State Warriors. Congratulations. All the respect. All the flowers. They are now the NBA champions once again for the first time since 2018. So been a hot minute. So congratulations to them Um, in a very hard-fought series. Warriors defeated the Celtics in six games, um, winning game six last night, 103-90. to Now, I know I did predict Golden State to win. I did pick them in seven. You know, I'm going I'm to I'm be honest. I'm going to be transparent. I did pick them in seven. But, man, before yesterday's game, you know, like, I don't, I don't know about anybody, if anybody else feels this way, but you ever get that, you know, that overwhelming sense feeling like, yeah, the series is over? Like, after game five and the manner in which the Golden State Warriors won, I was like, oof. I was like, I uh, I, I think they're going to go back to Boston and end it. So I was hoping we got seven games. Who doesn't love seven games, you know? But I was like, ugh, man, I don't like the I don't like Boston's energy after that game. So it looked like the series was going to be over. I just had a feeling it was over. But if you watched Game Six last night, it was a pretty um, thrilling, pretty um, pretty interesting game. I would say pretty wild overall. Um, Celtics came out, you know, ready. They were desperate, obviously, to win this game because obviously if they didn't win, series is over. Um, so they came out ready. They were on fire. They got up at one point, 14 to two towards the beginning of the game. And I was thinking, oh man, are we going to see a blowout? Like is, are, is Boston going to get all the calls? And then, you know, we'll go back to, you know, game seven for, you know, the final game, um, in that, in that fashion for game six. So I was like, man, I'm thinking blowout, but oh no, it was definitely not the case. So at one point, Boston was up 22 to 16 after that. Gold State, over the course of the end of the first quarter and the second quarter, went on a 21 to nothing run. Scored 21 straight points in a row to go up 37 to 22. And I was like, what the heck? Like, it seemed like it happened over a course of like a minute. And I was like, what the heck just happened? Like, 21 unanswered points on this Boston Celtics defense? Like, impressive. I mean, Boston, unfortunately, they just, they never recovered from that. Um, I mean, they had no consistent offense. Um, you know, J- J- Jason Tatum struggled all game. Jalen Brown, you know, not much better. I mean, the turnovers, like, they showed their statistic. They've been showing it. If they have 16 or more turnovers, they have lost every single game where they've had that many turnovers. And this game was no different. I think they ended up finishing with 22 or 23 turnovers. Like, I kept hearing, it's so funny, in the game, I kept hearing, another turnover by Boston, another turnover for Boston. Like, and Golden State had their fair share. I think they had 16 or 17 turnovers themselves. Um, but I thought that was pretty funny. I was like, hey, shout out. Appreciate y'all shouting on the show. So, but 
unfortunately, like I said, they never recovered. No consistent offense. Defense was kind of subpar as well. Um, you know, I mean, gave up 103 points for the game. You know, you had Draymond Green at uh, 12 points, 12 rebounds, and 8 assists. Had a pretty solid game himself, but eventually Golden State got up to 22 points at one point in the game. And and to Boston's credit, they they did show some some fight. They they tried to fight and come back. They were able to cut the lead all the way down to about nine points in the third quarter. Um, but it it just wasn't enough, unfortunately, for Boston. Um, Golden State closed the deal in the fourth quarter with solid team defense. Specifically, shouting out uh, Andrew Wiggins and Draymond Green as well, both playing. Excellent defense um, on the two Celtic stars, you know, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. So shout out to them. Um, And multiple big shots in the fourth quarter from Steph Curry. You know, uh, Al Horford kept getting switched on to him. And instead of, you know, oh, you know, just staying on the three-point line and settling for three, shooting over him, like he got to the basket. He had like three or four pretty big layups going to the basket in the fourth quarter. So shout out to Steph Curry. Um, I mean, Solid, solid play. I think he ended up finishing with 32 or 34, something like that, um, in last night's game. But like I said, Golden State Warriors are the NBA champions once again. This is their fourth title in eight years. So pretty impressive um, run that this big three, Golden State, Steve Kerr, all of them have had. Um, they won, if you remember, 2015 beating LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers. 2017 beating LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers. 2018 beating LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers, <laughs> um, and now in 2022, beating this young Boston Celtics team. But after the struggles that they've had these past two seasons with, you know, the injuries to Steph, Clay, and Draymond, you know, Clay been out, you know, over two and a half years it was. Draymond had some significant injuries. Steph had some significant injuries over the past couple of years. Um, I'm sure, just like Steph Curry said last night, this one hits a bit different for them. Um, you know, they were able to overcome some pretty significant adverse- adversity over the past couple of years. Um, you know, they, with Kevin Durant leaving, people were like, oh, yeah, this team can't win a chip without Kevin Durant. You know, after they, you know, were loaded for those three years he was there. Um, but now they, they got a chip before KD. They got a chip with KD. And now they got a chip after KD. So, I mean, like, what does that say about Kevin Durant? But I ain't going to go there. I ain't going to go there. But speaking of Steph Curry... For the first time, Steph Curry is the finals MVP. Should be his second finals MVP, in my personal opinion, because he should have won in 2015, but that's a story for another day. But Steph Curry showed up and showed out nearly every game of this series. Game 5 definitely wasn't wasn't as good um, overall in Game 5. He made some really good plays in that game, but stat line wasn't all that great in Game 5. His teammates definitely stepped up um, and uh, and you know picked up the slack. For him in that game, but overall played a pretty solid game. I mean, what he was able to do against this Boston Celtics defense, this number one ranked Boston Celtics defense, was pretty incredible and pretty remarkable. I mean, this series averaging 31 points, six rebounds, five assists, shooting 48% from the field, and shooting 44% from three point field goal range. So just phenomenal. Like I said, on the number one ranked defense, I mean, KD couldn't do nothing with this defense. Giannis couldn't do nothing with this defense, so the fact that little old Steph Curry, I mean, I say the little, but 6'2", 6'3", Steph Curry was able to do what he did and getting so much focus from the Boston Celtics defense and still able to average incredible numbers is pretty impressive. So now with Steph Curry winning finals MVP, now 
that knock against him is gone. It's like, oh, he doesn't have a finals MVP, so he can't be that great. So can't say that anymore. He's earned the respect. He's earned his flowers. So give it to him, people. Like I, I even saw like last night someone was talking about, what did they say? Oh, man, there's always going to be something. And it depends on, you know, who you're a fan of. But people are like, oh, man, Steph Curry. Well, you know, he, uh, you know, he, oh, what did they say? I can't remember. Now I'm drawing a blank. But anyway, there's always going to be some sort of knock against him. It's like, well, he didn't do this or he did it this way. Or like when he won in 2015, they didn't have Kyrie and Kevin Love. Or when when this happened, you know, they had Katie. So there's always going to be some sort of knock. But give him disrespect. Come on. Like I already said that Steph Curry was top 10 all time, regardless of the outcome of this series. Like I felt his impact on the game and, you know, winning three championships, back-to-back MVPs. Back-to-back MVP, regular season MVPs, um, the first ever unanimous MVP. Um, I thought he was top 10 already. I mean, who would I take out of the top 10? Like, oh, it's hard. Someone to mention on TV, I think it was just just earlier this morning um, when I was preparing for the show, they were like, oh, would you take Duncan out of the top five for Steph Curry? And I was like, oh, hold on there, brother. Like, uh, I don't know about that one, but <laughs> he's top 10 for me. I had to look at my top 10 list again um but Steph Curry yeah definitely top 10 this was just icing on the cake for me I mean four championships now having a finals MVP I mean respect is due to the man Steph Curry but like I said Warriors are the champions yet again in the NBA a modern day dynasty um, for the modern NBA six of the last eight finals they've been to winning four of eight of them. So pretty impressive finals record for Steph Curry and the Warriors. Um, now, speaking of dynasties, I saw this on, I have to give credit to uh, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on KJM on ESPN this morning, because I saw this when I was re- preparing for the show. They were ranking dynasties. Well, J. Will was. J. Williams was ranking dynasties. And I wanted to give my ranking as well. I was like, okay, after, I was like, after this, uh, this win, um, what, what have been the, some of the great dynasties of the NBA? And so, so I thought about it, and mine is not that far off from what Jay Williams had, but I had, mine was slightly different, and, and here's where I differed a little bit. So if I'm going to look at the top five dynasties, this is where I want to go. But I do have to give an honorable mention to my San Antonio Spurs. I wanted to put them in the top five. I really did, but I had to be somewhat objective. But... The San Antonio Spurs won five championships over a 15-year span. Won 99, 03, 05, 07, and 2014. Only losing one finals in that time. Tim Duncan was 5-1 and one in NBA Finals. So the only knock against the San Antonio Spurs where I couldn't put them in that upper echelon of the top five they didn't win back-to-back, and that's always been their knock. That's always been some knock, or the knock against Duncan. They didn't win back-to-back, but I mean, winning five championships in 15 years with, you know, Duncan, Parker, Ginobili being your main core for most of those championships, like, that's impressive. Like, they, the Spurs were a dynasty, and I don't care what anybody says. Like, they were a dynasty in the NBA. So, honorable mention to the San Antonio Spurs for being a dynasty in the NBA, but... I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go five to one. So five, you know, one being the best dynasty. So number five, Kobe and Shaq, the Lakers. That that Kobe and Shaq Lakers team from the late '90s, early 2000s. Um, they were definitely a dynasty. Um, being the last three peat that we've ever seen in the NBA, winning 2000, 2001, 2002. 
um, beating, I mean, some, you know, incredible teams, beating the Pacers, beating that Allen Iverson team, um, beating, who they beat in 2 I believe the New Jersey Nets in that year. Um, Kobe and Shaq, I mean, I would probably make the argument that we will never see a more dominant, dynamic duo than Kobe and Shaq. We will probably never see that again. Like, they were incredible. Um, the reason I have them five is they weren't together for that long. Um, I mean, and they lost, well, they only lost one final. They lost in 04 to the Detroit Pistons when they probably shouldn't have, but I, you know, they were a dynasty. I mean, you win back to back to back, you're definitely a dynasty. So number four, Golden State Warriors. So Golden State Warriors, like I said, winning four championships from 2015 to 2022, um, with Steph, Clay, and Draymond, um, they are the winningest finals trio of all time, um, slightly edging out Duncan Parker and Ginobili. So, I mean, incredible, um, incredible run that they've had. They are definitely a modern-day dynasty and deserve to be in the top five, in my opinion. But number three, the Showtime Lakers. So the Showtime Lakers completely dominated an entire decade. I mean, winning 80, 82, 85, 87, 88. I mean, going to the finals darn near every year of the 80s and in the early 90s as well. Um, I mean, losing out to the Pistons and the... Bulls in 90 and 91, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but Showtime Lakers, I mean, you can't talk about dynasties without talking about them. One of the greatest teams ever assembled um, in NBA history. I mean, James Worthy, Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, um, you know, Byron Scott in the later 80 years. Who else was on the team? Michael Thompson, Clay Thompson's dad was on those Showtime Lakers. I mean, incredible, um, incredible team that they had. But number two. I got to go with, it's probably going to make some people mad. Got to go with the Bill Russell Celtics. So 11 championships in, in like a, what, 13, 14 year span? Bill Russell was even a player coach for some of those years. Like he was coaching and hooping. Like, um, and the reason I said this is going to make some people mad because some people probably feel they should be number one, but I disagree. Um, but incredible dominance over that six over the 60s, um, late 50s, 60s, and did, I don't think Bill Russell won in the early 70s, but I don't know. I wasn't around back then. But uh, 11 championships, you I mean, there's no way you're not a dynasty. I know they're you know, from the old era of the NBA where most of us haven't seen, but you can't talk about dynasties without talking about Bill Russell and the Celtics from that 60s era. But the number one dynasty, y'all, y'all know who it is. The number one dynasty that the NBA has ever seen is the Jordan Bulls. I mean, back-to-back, or excuse me, two three-peats, 91, 92, 93, and then 96, 97, 98. Widely regarded, I mean, as the greatest team of all time in the 95, 96 Bulls, winning 72 games, 72 and 10. I know the Warriors went 73 and 9, but they ain't, they ain't get this. They ain't, they ain't get no ring. So I would say the Jordan Bulls are the greatest dynasty that we had ever seen. Um, a lot of people think that they would have won eight years in a row had Jordan not went on his baseball hiatus. Now, do I agree with that? Uh, probably. Probably they would have, but that Houston Rockets team was no joke. Jordan himself said they ain't had nobody to guard Hakeem Olajuwon, so, I mean, it would have been interesting. But widely regarded as, you know, the greatest dynasty that the NBA has ever seen, two three-peats, um, a feat that I don't believe that we will ever see again in the NBA. But... Those are the greatest dynasties that I have, um, like I said, honorable mention going out to the San Antonio Spurs because I ain't leaving them out. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, that is all the show I have for you folks. Um, the NBA season has finished. Um, 
I will have one more episode, um, my season finale for season two next week, um, which will be my 50th episode. So I got some fun things planned for next week, so stay tuned for that. But like I said, that is all the show I have for you folks. If you can do all the good things, like, share, subscribe, comment, um, you know, like, all the, all the good stuff that I tell you. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening on social media or uh, on any of your uh, podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Overcast, which I heard about not too long ago. Um, yeah, thank you. I appreciate you. Um, and I will see you next week for the season finale. I'm in a big league. Yeah, I told him I'm ahead of the stairs. I deserve another.